0: Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
1: Hello and welcome to the MK1 podcast, your audio hub for everything. Milton Keynes Dons. Just two of us this evening, with uh, as mentioned on our social media, Joe is at Anfield. I think I've said about 20 times today between us lads. But it's me and Duffy today. So, Ross, how are you doing, mate?
2: Yeah, all well. All well. Just, you know, ticking over to the weekend. And I think this might like it most weeks when uh, when Dons don't win. It's a case of waiting for the next, next week and hoping we get better.
1: Oh, you talked about one last night. Oh, Papa John's. Well, Path John's. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
2: less you yeah. say, the better. <laughs> well, yes.
1: Well, we'll talk a little bit about it because um, obviously some some topics came up from that game last night, which some people are interested in. But yeah, of, of course, of course, the main focus will be the league games, um, which is Plymouth and uh, of course the co game against Wickham at home. Uh, the Bucks Derby, some people call it. Whether uh, it's actually a Derby, I mean, it's up for debate, but it's called it regardless. Uh, right, Plymouth for home, Ross. Uh, we stayed to the end, as we always do for this game. And um, a lot of people didn't, basically. And that seems to be the summary of most Mkid on time games at the moment. Uh, 4-1 defeat. Um, funnily enough, the guy that we on the podcast have been advocating all season to sign, um, scored two goals against us, Finna's house, which is nice of him to do. Nice little reward from us there. Um, yeah, overall, you know, just, just the same old stuff, really. I, I think with this one, I think with this game in particular, for me, they tried to play a bit better football, Don's. Um, but it gave me a lot of reminders of Iptich away and the fact that tried to play football didn't really work. And then, you know, obviously a good team's going to punish you and they're the best team in the league at the moment. So that was always going to happen. Um, I kind of get Man's comments on it being a bit more positive. But, you know, I suppose it's just two teams are completely different sort of trajectories in terms of where they're going to be this season. Uh, and Plymouth certainly looks set to be right up there, based on the way we've seen them perform throughout all the season. And of course, on a, on Saturday afternoon, um, yeah, I mean there was, and even when we did have the ball, I felt there was some poor, poor play in general. I think I think the back three as a whole, they're okay. Um, I think it's one of Zach Joel's poorer games from what I've seen. I mean, I've always been pretty good this season, considering um, what we've seen him previously. But I think one of the poorer games overall. Um, and, yeah, I think the was get going. I, I appreciate Manning actually going for this one with starting Barry and Hollands. Um, you know, it showed that he isn't stuck in his ways in terms of playing certain players and he is trying to give it a go. Um, you know, with Ross, with the average age of that squad being basically 27 starting lineup. I know it's skewed by a few plays in particular, but um, it, it struck up a performance which, you know, lacked really experience, some senses, but also a bit of quality.
2: Yeah, I think you nailed it there in terms of the quality. Um, but overall, disappointing result. And I think, obviously, we know by now is it, foot a results business, and you get judged at on that at the end of the season. And we're not picking up results. And yeah, I'm. I'm. A bit, it's a bit strange for me because of obviously I want Manning to do so well, um, and we saw what he done last year. And I think. Sometimes you've got to put that to one side and, yeah, granted, um, obviously the positive signs were there, but we lost the game 4-1. Um, and at the end of the day, we're not going to remember at the end of the season about, oh, we, we had the opening 10 minutes or after half time we had them 10 minutes. It's a case of we lost the game at the end of the day. And, yeah, if we just touch upon the positive signs, as you mentioned, the Grig chance and what the opening... Minute or two of the game, um, obviously some great play from Holland down the right hand side, and I, th- I believe it, I believe it was Ayokoke um, uh, the wing back, um, crossed the ball in, and Greg had the chance. And then I think Plymouth Plymouth scored. I think it was Whittaker. Um He scored in like the ninth minute, and then from there we just looked very um, deflated. And the thing what worries me with a lot of this. These performances, are uh, we're not having like a prolonged spell of dominance in terms of possession of the ball. And if we are getting the possession of the ball, we're panicking a bit too much and we, we're, we're going long or players are isolated and they get tackled and um, obviously lose the ball. And it's just a bit worrying at, at the moment because of, yeah, granted, um, we need wins. And I guess Manning chose obviously a strong side last night. Um, against Walsall to obviously get a bit of momentum and get a bit of confidence in the lads because at the moment they do look pretty rock bottom, if you ask me. And you could see that in changes last night. Yeah, yeah if, obviously if you watched on iFollow. Yeah, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't set the world alight, but we created enough chances to win the game. And just referring back to the Plymouth game, that Plymouth side, from what I saw, reminded me of us last year in terms of young, exciting loans. And they've got that perfect blend of, an, of experience. And they've got a real identity. And maybe that's something we're lacking at the moment. And we can always talk about playing out from the back and this and that. But at this current moment, we, we I think Manning's just trying to do anything for a win at the moment. And I'm hoping, I really am hoping, it's against Wickham this weekend.
1: We did we did touch upon that sort of, I suppose you want to call it desperation topic last week, didn't we? In terms of, you know, is he just gonna completely shake it up and to see what happens? And funny enough, he actually did do that. And I think overall he it was it was a fairly positive decision. Yes, we lost the game and yes, it you know, I, I think anyone thought we'd win that game, they were a bit deluded to be honest, because of how good Plymouth actually are and things like that. But um, you know, I think we did see some positive signs there and that carried over to Tuesday night about going to the team much and the fact that I think um you made some interesting points so there, which touch on later actually. But I think sticking with this game, um, I don't really know how much more we can say. I know there's people asking about the wing back situation, um, with in particular, um obviously you know, you know, has been a player who we've talked about a lot this season and now Dan Harvey's getting some comments in terms of the way he's been playing. Um Ross, in terms of the wing-back situation, obviously we'll get on to Lawrence Smith a bit later on, but do you see Olegoke okay and Harvey as the two mainstays for now in terms of how Manning would like to set up his wing-backs or would you potentially see a change?
2: It's a bit of a strange one because obviously we know we know them two are not performing at the moment. And I think a lot of the fans are calling for a bit of consistency within the starting eleven, And I think Manning's trying to do that with them two. At the same time, you can look at it on the, the other side and say, well, Harvey's got no competition at that left-hand side, in my eyes. And I think that's what last season we were asking for as well. And we kind of got that. We obviously, Tanai could play over there and then Kane-Kesla Hayden. You're granted, he didn't play on the left-hand side, but it was just competition for places. And I think sometimes you take that for granted. And I think at the moment, Harvey through no fault of his own he he pretty much knows he's got that starting place at that left left wing back in my eyes but on the other side I feel I feel like slightly different and I know we can we can say we want Lawrence we can have we want Ayakoke um in wing back but we only see these players for 90 minutes and I think it's very bold for sort of someone like us and I know we're right as fans we pay our hard-earned money each week, um, to obviously ask for these sort of players to play, but there must be something going in behind in training where Manning's seeing something slightly different. And I think you sometimes you've got to have that trust in the management. And we sometimes players do make mistakes. And obviously, I believe one of his mistakes led to a goal um, or it led to a key chance which come and saved. Um, and it's just a question of. Do you, do you rotate it and you risk the, the lack of consistency within the start 11. So yes, I would like to see Lawrence at right wing back, but it's not at, at, at the end of the day, it's not up to me.
1: You know, i always see more than just 90 minutes and certain plays and look at Nathan Holland, for example, you know, Manning came out and said how we had a good training week, you know, he got the, the chance to start on Saturday, Um, you know, for me, didn't set the world alight, but that's not the point. As said, he hasn't had a lot of time in the first team at all, really, this season. Um, perhaps due to a difficult start at the start of the season. and um, obviously played that game on Saturday and played Tuesday night, and I thought Tuesday night played right, also. So uh, you know, it's about I think Manning is just sort of looking for a bit of spark with some players, and I think well, Mars on to Tuesday because the Dublin is not much to talk about really from Saturday. We, we were crap. I mean, overall, we played a positive football, but overall we were pretty poor and Plymouth is a really good team. So I think Tuesday night, we, I think you mentioned about the players, maybe, or maybe not you, but some of the players are not in it as much as some others. And I think you could tell on Tuesday night, those are the type of games that you really see like, who actually gives a crap about what's going on right now. Um, and you just looked around that. i watching the ball went up for 30 minutes kick kickoff. And, you know, I could see a few of them, like, you know, going about, like, was, was seem pretty up for it on the whole. And I think, um, I think some of the other lads did, but without naming names, like, um, you know, a few, a few in particular did not look interested at all. Uh, and, you, and you can see why some of them have been dropped for other players um, based off that. And, you know, the 57 of us that were there last night, um, you know, fair play to you because it was a bloody, Freeze at night um and i think uh i think um we must have cared about much of, some of the players on the pitch because it was some of it was quite bad but it was it was an interesting one and i think you're right in the fact that yeah manning's kind of i think he's biding his time in terms of who he plays at the moment and that's when okay you're asking about some people are asking about change at the back and changes up front i, I was just I can't see it happening. I think that performance I saw on Tuesday night was actually pretty positive. Um, you know, we won the game. I don't think we made, I think most of us look a bit good, to be honest. I think after 15, 20 minutes, they, they got back into the game quite a fair bit and they had a few chances and we were pretty, yes, we should have had a pen early on, but we were pretty lucky. Um, for the wing the wing back of Lawrence, a really, really good game. Obviously got his goal, really nice finish on the volley. Um, you know, Matt Smith, it's right wing repetition position, which he plays for Wales. He had an all-right game as well. I thought he started a bit slow, but over he grew into the game. And once everyone settled down a bit, I thought he played all right. Um, and yeah, the back three were great. Tucker, O'Hora, Jules, all pretty solid. Jules had a lot of, well, not a lot, of, quite a few of manic runs down the left-hand side once Lawrence cut in a bit and he played okay. Um, but at the end of the day, it's lead to, to Warsaw who quite frankly were were crap as well. So it was a team who what was the average age the average age was 23, bear in mind the average age was like 27 from the Plymouth game. And yeah, I think I think the front some of the front some of the front players just weren't really up for it. And I think Ethan Robson again, he needs a bit of time, but I think he's one of those players who's really missing that spark at the moment. I'm not really seeing it from him, which is a real shame because the player that we saw in January uh, before, until January last season was a really, really good box-to-box midfielder who actually went for it. This season, he can barely pass a football, which um, is, is a real shame and hopefully he gets it back. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought Tuesday night was much better. I, thought, I think the lads looked a lot sh- on the whole looked a lot sharper. Keep moving the ball there a lot quicker with it compared to Saturday. Um, you don't have to watch many of the highlights to see that they're actually moving it a bit more pace, a bit more purpose. Um, so I suppose stop me rambling, Ross. Um obviously this wasn't a league game, this Warsaw game. Do you think that, you know, despite some of the lads didn't seem that interested in it, the ones that were, you know, it's another game in the cup, another sort of pressure off their shoulders type of situation. Do you reckon they, as the younger lads, sort of thrive in that non non like sort of pressure kicker environment? Or do you reckon it doesn't matter at all?
2: I don't I don't think it matters at all. I think Last night, it was just about the the win and the performance, as Manning said, after the game. But I think, um, obviously, Manning talked about Sparks and Nathan Holland against Plymouth. He was a bit isolated at times, but you could see that he was trying to make something happen. And then last night, he tried to make something happen, won a free kick and then scored it. So there there is a player in Nathan Holland. There, there, There isn't... It wasn't by luck that he was playing for Oxford last year, and he made countless appearances for them. Um, And I believe that that they finished a couple of points, obviously off playoffs. But I think there is there there are players in the in the players we've got. It's just as I say, it's just confidence at the moment. And I think obviously having a clean sheet, obviously a horror in jewels, obviously being the usual in the back three. but hopefully gives them a bit of upbeat and um, give, gives the whole team a kick in the right direction. Because at the moment we saw, especially on Saturday, the we, we, we were passing the ball about, but it was just the, the final creative spark. And it was just like, no one was really asking for the ball and saying, I'm doing this, I'm get out wide. Or... And I think that's some, something Plymouth don't lack and they really showed it as up. Showed us up in a sense of they had so many players wanting the ball. And I think it's just it, a lot of it just comes down to backing yourself. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think with young players, they develop. And especially in these Papa John's games, how I see it is if, if some young, one young player is struggling, I'm expecting someone else to help them out and get, get, get involved and dig them out of that hole sort of thing and saying, keep going. But there's not really a leader to on the pitch like last night to say, come on, let's keep it going. And um it's it's a bit of a strange one. And I guess that just comes with, as I say, momentum and results and wins. And I think overall, time will tell whether this this squad is is good enough.
1: Yeah, obviously he was captain um last night at Warsaw, and you could see he was trying to be vocal and and trying to encourage the lads, but I suppose when you're in the centre of the back three and you're having to, you know, marshal Jules about marshal Tucker about trying sort of and the same time try and be encouraging to the younger lads in front of you and alongside you, it's a it's a tough job. And obviously he's a young lad himself, I was he twenty-three or something? So yeah. you yeah. can see he was getting like visually frustrated at some senses because he was sometimes there was silly fouls given away or a pass went astray and he and he felt responsible for it, which is a good sign of a, a good leader and a good captain. But um, yeah, it was a tough night for him, but as as we always say, you know those, those nights will do wonders for these lads. And um, you know, I know it doesn't seem that way in the fact that there's only a thousand people there in the night, but you know, it's it was bloody horrible last night. I'm not going to. I I say it again, it was absolutely grim. So the fact that they've come out with a, an okay performance, but a win, and more importantly, is a really good positive and something we should they should definitely use a heading into a pretty big game on on Saturday against Wickham um Ross a lot of comments that we got from the game last night was the wing back situation I see with with Henry Lawrence starting left wing back and uh, Matt Smith playing at right wing back after um you know he plays a lot there for Wales um so it wasn't too much of a surprise to see him play there but obviously for a maybe a more Don's fan didn't pay much attention to international football that maybe bit of a surprise so of course with a win and a brilliant performance from Lawrence fair play to him um you know, Chris, um, Ian, Ian Dixon mentioned about Dan Harvey. Um, Jonathan Harris mentioned about Lawrence starting on Saturday. Um, I know you've touched on it already, but we know Manning likes to operate with one, one conservative wing back and one attacking wing back. I mean, you you reckon Dan Harvey's the man. What about the right-hand side of things? Do you reckon Matt Smith plays a role at right wing back at some point this season? That's not a cup game?
2: Um, I, I can see it. I, I really can see it. He's got the work rate to um, act as a wing back, but I, in my eyes, I'd rather have a winger or a Nathan Holland, Barry or Burns on the pitch in that advanced position instead of Matt Smith. But if Matt Smith prefers, well, he, he, it's not that he prefers, but if he, if he can get on the pitch and that is at right wing back, then so be it. But, I think at the moment the reason why our wing backs aren't working is because they're not wing backs and that's a discussion we've had for several weeks now and <laughs> it's a question whether Matt Smith actually is a wing back or he's he's a midfielder and I guess it's time time will tell about that but why I think I, I think at the moment why why don't we experiment that and uh, see if it works because of at the end of the day we're getting rolled over most weeks um, and if we do get rolled over again with Matt Smith at right wing back, well, we know it doesn't work.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's an, inter- it's an interesting it's, one. It's, obviously... it's a 50-50. You, yeah, yeah, you go
2: either way and I think it's, it's up to Matt Smith himself if he wants to transition himself into a right wing back because obviously he plays at, at Wales, for Wales at right wing back, but then he goes to club football and then tries to play – center mid or part of the box so you in my eyes you you can't play two positions like that you can be versatile um but i don't feel like you can be like that center mid and a right wing back it's like trent he we we know we all know that trent's not a right wing back we know he's at his best he needs to be further up the pitch yeah and i think that 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 requires to all top class players and that comes all the way down to League One level. You have to choose your position and then you work on that.
1: It's a really tough spot at the moment, I think, for Dons, because obviously we can talk about consistency and wanting like players to don't want to say the word, but you know, work up some chemistry on the pitch. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, we're not winning football games. So we need to see yeah. players in different positions and try out different things. No, so I, I I agree. Yeah. Um, and yeah, of course, of course, you want that spark moving forward. And I think I've watched some, Matt Smith last night. You know, I don't think he needs to be the massive like oh bombing it up and down the wing and all that rubbish. Because when you got someone like Henry Lawrence beside him, who always went the Henry for me, he he can't defend at all. He's he literally is a wing back. He's attacking wing back. I thought my energy attacking wing back through and through. Um, and you can see that from some of the shots he had last night. Of course, the goal he scored. Uh, he. I think if you want a more I think a more direct version to that left hand side of, of Dan Harvey, he is your man. If you need to attack attack teams and just get ahead but get behind them, just put Henry Dorwands on the left-hand side, he'll do that much better than Dan Harvey will. But I think I think Manning, as you said, Ross will probably go for balance and uh, Dan Harvey is probably the most balanced player on the whole team in terms of his position and how he sort of plays it. Uh, people won't like that because obviously they've seen Henry last night, but I think that's just the truth, unfortunately. Um, I will not be shocked if Manning changed it up on Saturday. You know, he needs to win to keep his job or a chance to keep his job anyway. So, of course, he might, again, surprise us and play him. But um, I think I think for the long-term situation of the team, uh, I'd probably stick with Harvey and then try and see what happens at the right-hand side and whether that be Smith whether it is Lawrence at Lawrence side or or it's, you know, it's But as, as we all know, I'm not a big fan of Ayagoke. So leave that <laughs> one there. Um, there wasn't, I didn't see much else in terms of the game. Obviously, there was Peter mentioned about, obviously, in the intangible stuff like, you know, did, did the players care about the game last night? And it's the same passion from last season. But, you know, we, we've said this many times, it's two different squads at the end of the day. Especially that those attacking players, and I think comparing them to last season's squad is oh, oh well obviously Captain hindsight would say it's a ridiculous thing anyway, but I think regardless of that you know it's such a hard comparison to make, isn't it
2: yeah, completely, and I think it's easy to say now when we're at the bottom, and you I think everyone's trying to have or point some at someone to blame and I think, yeah, obviously some people are blaming Manning and then some people are blaming recruitment and then some people are blaming, blaming further up. But at the moment, I don't feel like we're, we're questioning desire or passion within the team because of at the moment, I don't feel like passion's going to get us anywhere. I think it's just raw ability on the pitch and as a team, just a um, bit of cohesion within the team is going to get us up the table at least and start winning football games. At the moment, we're seeing quite a disjointed squad. It's not a case of there's not enough bite in the team. In well, to some to some degree, there isn't. But I don't feel like that's the sole principle of why we're losing football games. We're just not creating enough up in the top third of the pitch.
1: Yeah, and um, one more shout out to that to last night's Jack Tucker. for it had a great game overall. Um, you can tell he's still very stuck in his ways in terms of Gillingham. Um, but, you know, overall defence, at least fantastic last night. Um, it was a real good compliment to Was and uh, Jack, um, Jack, um, Zach. um And yeah, pretty steady game. So, you know, if he keeps playing like that, I'm sure he'll get back to the team soon enough. But um, yeah, really good performance overall. And, you know, we're through to the next round of the Papagian Trophy, whoever it will be. It'll be a home tie, which is a bit disappointing. There was a chance last night we could have got um, and a away tie, which is I think what everyone wants, really. But yeah, we're we'll back at home, which should be, I suppose, good for the squad overall. But yeah, so a win, a win is a win. At the end of the day, and it's it's nice to end. Um, well, a winless streak, I suppose, I still still counts in the league, but in all competitions, and hopefully it gives the squad a bit of confidence heading into another busy period of league fixtures. Okay, after after a week of. Well, a mixed results, I suppose. In League and Cup, we move into another league game, another big league game at home. Uh, against Wickham Wanderers, a team who, you know, we're very familiar with after last season, unfortunately. There you know, is a it was a bit of a pill to swallow that, that final game of the season at, at Stadium and K. And I'm sure no one will have fond memories of that one. Um but it's a new season and well clearly it's a new season based on how we're playing. And it's new season Wickham also. And they are they're only they're thirteenth in the league, so mid table at the moment. Had a pretty shaky start themselves, but picked up um, two straight league wins against Oxford and Peter, but to up to 13th in the league, which is, you know, for this time of season, fairly steady. I'm sure Gareth Ainsworth and his team would like to be higher up in the league table, but you know, being mid-table at this stage is, is not, not a bad thing at all. You know, a pretty entertaining team on the whole, to be honest with you, um, in terms of XG anyway, from open play. So they're, they're a top five team, four, expected goals, four for 11.66 in, in League One overall. And XG against, they're also conceding the top five amount at 10.96. So whether you, you whether they're in their own box or in the opponent's box, uh, they're, you know, they're creating a lot of chances. So their games have been quite lively so far this season. Um, but t- despite uh, all the chance creation that they're giving to themselves and other teams, as you'd expect, they're not the most, uh, well, compared to Don the football it's the complete opposite, I think it's fair to say. So, they're the most direct team in the league, so what does that tell us? That means that it tells us that they're getting they're getting the ball away quickly and, you know, without without putting it in putting it bluntly, it's long ball football. Um, you know, when when a team has you know the least like ten plus pass ekes all season, it was seven, so they're literally averaging less than one a game. That kind of gives you an indication of South Park would like to play, systems they'd like to introduce, and how they gain advantages over teams. Um in the league this season that's going to be the way they do it so you know the, the initial gauge here is that Don's have a lot of the ball and it's what they do with it that will count I think a lot of people will hear that and probably just moan and groan based on what they've seen the past couple of weeks. weeks um, watching Tuesday night I'd like to think there's a glimmer of hope that we can do something um, I felt that we played a lot more purpose and just just pace overall on Tuesday night that could get us something here but Ross, as we know, with some of the some of the players in this Wickham squad, it's uh, you know, some of them are pretty good, aren't they? Really?
2: Yeah. Obviously, you mentioned about obviously um, Wickham in terms of the steady start, but you obviously you look at the departures. Obviously, Um they lost Anthony Stewart, who went Aberdeen, I think it was, and then they lost Stockdale. Obviously, Sheffield Wednesday. See two key key players in their playoff obviously run, and I think. Obviously, with, with this sort of team, it's a case of, and that, that, that they're not like us in terms of holding the ball. As, as you say, it's a case of trusting and believing in their own ways and using their vocal points in Sam Vokes at the top of the pitch and Gareth McCleary, who recently has been injured. So you could say that's the reason why they had that drop in form. But if you just look at their team, obviously, Joe Jacobson, the experience, Left back, um, obviously playing the left side of the back three, and then they obviously got Alf- Alfie Mawson. Obviously, I think everyone knows about him. He'll be on a decent wedge, um, but obviously, going, I believe he's he's part one of their own. I might be wrong. Um, center half, and then obviously they got Lewis Wing. Obviously, ex Middlesbrough, Championship quality. So they haven't got a really bad team, but it's a case of exploiting their weaknesses and we saw obviously I know we can we can go back to the the playoff game but the reason why they won that game was was because we didn't stick to our own style of play and we didn't get the ball down. We didn't do anything like we should have and we played into their hands. We made it a physical, ugly side of football. And I think that would be key on Saturday as you say Liam. Getting the ball down, get get into that final third. And I think if we if we do play the box or Whatever formation we play, I think it's a case of we've got to go at them. We can't just pass a ball around them. We've, we, we've got to believe in ourselves. And if, if Holland's out wide, if, it, if he obviously starts or Barry's out wide, back yourself, beat, beat your man. And Grig, Grig will be in that box, I can promise you now, if, if, if they beat the man. So, yeah, it's going to be a very very, very frustrating game, I feel. And I don't feel like there'll be a lot of goals, um, but let's hope we're on the better end of it this time round.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm surprised you didn't mention two other players actually, and I can't not pronounce uh, the, the keeper's Messi, name. Messi, sorry. Yeah, him Messi. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, here, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, he's one of them. Um, the wonder kid. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look at the start of the season, right? He's he's created the highest on penalty XG in the whole league. So
2: I think he was 20 or 21. I might be wrong.
1: So you know. If we're looking at a pure date perspective, he's the best player in the league right now in terms of great chances. So, you know, he's going to be a real danger to try and stop him. And it's a tough matchup for those two lads who are against, up against him. And of course, the keeper, the Polish lad. Again, another name I'm not going to pronounce. But, you know, really, really solid start to the season. There was a lot of concerns about who's going to play in goal for, for them this year. Obviously, we stopped them going, as you mentioned, Ross. And he stepped up to the plate quite comfortably and... Just to I say that 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 back three is, is is a very good back three. And I think there's a chance they submit um the same formation as us on Saturday in the in the 3-4-2-1 so they match us the system. So it is going to come down to us us just playing our football and hopefully that gets us through the game. Um again, if it's a more experienced team like we saw against Plymouth on Saturday, you'd like to think they can stick to that. Um and then if they can do that, then perhaps we'll see some quality for somewhere whether that be setting myself apart from Nathan Hollands his past couple of games. Um, You know, we always see the occasional bit from Louis Barry whenever he's on the pitch. So it's about finding that player who Manning will see in the week who's going to sort of say to him, listen, I'll go for this one, Gaffer, and really show you why I'm here at this football club and actually want to start games. And, you know, getting this result and as roster, getting the monkey off your back from last season could be quite a, a big victory here and, We'll say it again. Hopefully, the result from Tuesday, no matter how pointless you think it is, we'll give him a bit of confidence going into this one. But, uh, you know, we're we're talking hypothetically here and we'll uh, we'll see what happens Saturday, won't we, Ross?
2: Yeah, I think it's a case of we've got to be winning the duels in the middle of the pitch. If we're losing them and we're getting, uh, we're we're chasing the ball. I know it's it's easy to say this, but if we're not winning those sorts of battles, you're not going to win the game against Wickham and they'll be pumping balls into the box, and it's quite ironic, obviously, because of set pieces being our weakness recently, and Wickham's that's their strength, so we've got to basically conquer our weaknesses for us to get anything out of this game, and if if we can play on similar levels of obviously, the more positive performance of this year, I, I do believe we could poss- possibly um, get something out of this game, but what we've got to do is implement our style in them first 15 minutes. Make make sure it's nil-nil. If if we don't score, I'm fine with that. In the first 15 minutes, settle into the game, and then go from there because of at the moment, we're, we're not even having a building block at the start of games. It's okay case build on that and then go from there and we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I will get you to name lineups, but I mean, who do you reckon will start in the midfield too? Obviously, the center here so I'll say that, because obviously... Get up against likely Freeman and Wing, two pretty, especially Wing, a pretty tricky midfielder as an as an number ten in that team. So Who do you reckon? You reckon Combat's at the best out of our midfielders?
0: Um,
1: You've, I think you'd probably say McKechnie, right? Despite yeah, how...
2: McKechnie. I think it's not just a, it's not just a, the dual battle with McKechnie. It's obviously his ability on the ball. We know what he can do. Um, thing is, you say Ethan Robson, but he's out for. Bradley Johnson. We know he loves a Hollywood pass in behind and it's one of those. I think um, for me
1: with Johnson, right? Has even the play that we thought we maybe signed.
2: Well, that that that's what we question is like how how did he work in this dar- in a in a derby team? Because of he was playing at derby for several years in the championship. So something must have clicked. Maybe maybe he's he's coming to obviously to his end of his career, but at the start, obviously, when he signed, he claimed that it wasn't the end of his career. So, or well, the move wasn't yeah. the end of a career, sort of. Transfer. I think with
1: Johnson, I'm just, I think I'm just what I've seen so far. I'm just adamant he'll stick to the play style. So it's almost like, for, well, I'm, I'm not speaking for Manning here, but, you know, when I'm picking an 11, if I know that one player is going to, you know, is an experienced player and will stick to the play style that I'm introducing. I'm probably going to start him, not going to lie. Well, he's forced
2: into it because obviously DeVoy's suspended.
1: Of course, yeah.
2: Robson's out of form. So, yeah, I think I'd go McEpring and Johnson. Um, I think the two players, because of... I won't jinx it, but I don't feel like Wickham, um, in the middle of the pitch especially, have got the most physical of players. I feel we can win that sort of battle, but it's just when it comes to Vokes, we know what Vokes is like. He's a handful with our centre-back three. We'll need to stand up and show him show him what's what in the first five, ten minutes, or he's going to run as ragged.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. It's been a very interesting game to watch, and uh, yeah, hopefully the lads can get a result in the league. Be the first one since Oxford, I believe, so... Sounds like an age to go, but hopefully they can right the wrongs and uh, get something from the game. That would be nice. But yeah, I mean, hopefully everyone's at the game on Saturday. Obviously, it's a big one. Um, give the lads all the support they need, and I'm sure they'll repay us soon enough for the result and uh, get us at that league table. But until then, come on, you dons.